Hey guys, welcome to another uh, Crypto Sparta podcast. We're back after a long layoff, like you, like we said before, uh, you know, life priorities. And- we were looking at it though, there's the just the FTX. Like, I mean, what else is there to say? But yeah. it's, a, it's a deep dive. And so we're going to deep dive, but as always, we're going to start off with the markets. We're going to get the factual and the... Uh... In the every crazy, angle, what's every up? Angle. What's up with the sex tape? All the memes, hey, all the memes. is there a sex tape? And that's the fun stuff. But like because of this FTX debacle, you know the markets crashed. It went, you know, Bitcoin a month ago was like twenty one thousand. Now it's sixteen thousand. There's uh, been back back to when it was like kind of like bare from twenty eighteen or twenty. Well, and there have been various legs down, and then the thing is. What I want to say is that I believe that there are contagion factors and the dominoes, have they all fallen? And now, uh, yeah, we've missed some time. Sorry to yeah. our listeners. But, and then, uh, but but that's good. We got juicy content. You know, he went from one point or one thought 1600 to around like 1200. So the FTX contagion dropped it though. Yeah. But what we're saying is, will the bad debt fall onto the other centralized exchanges and so now genesis which i believe is the backing for and i mean these things all are earned, all, all lending prob- uh, everybody prob- lends problems. to each other yeah. yeah they use genesis gemini earned. everyone was so uh affected by fds because they were the main players they were about to have a monopoly over the crypto game it was about well, to be ftx and binance basically and kraken we, we've been through this before just recently literally yeah three ac literally like this has happened over and over again it's it's a cycle it's bigger but i mean it's a centralized exchange but it's 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 expected the biggest you could arguably say one of the biggest go back to the price though that's that's like your btc is 21k to 16k and then you know eth was at you know 1600 to 1200 my my point was though there were, Soul there were got demolished. Soul, Soul got, got demolished because of SPF, and like it's almost like how do they come back? The the publicity is so bad. Like Soul is down to ten dollars right so, now. So this is the mentality shift, and this is what I want to get at with Brian. Soul is oversold. Yeah, they had it. So before the news, before the news, we were gonna say they had a deal with Google, the cloud with the cloud. They're doing well. They were backed properly. Like, do you? And then this is what they talk about: like you know, throwing the baby out with the bathwater. There was all sorts of issues with Seoul being too centralized. The thing is, I went to Seoul, Lisbon. There is big money backing Solana. Uh, if FTX just and FTX. if uh, SBF fails, if, if say Megan Freed is not there, does Seoul exist? Yes. It's a very, very largely used blockchain network. This is the case against Brian is saying it's over. This might be a shill. This, might this, be is, a shill. this might be a shill because it's just like there's so much bad press. There's people shorting. From what I heard, the interest on shorting solana what you're doing is you're borrowing solana shares from someone that owns solana and hoping that they go lower and then you pay them back in solana shares that cost cheaper that you buy in the open market the interest rate to borrow solana shares is like 40 or 
and I might be wrong. Dude, it's very expensive to short Solana. Everyone is shorting Solana. Is it hammered into the ground? Yeah. When everybody thinks a certain way. Like shorting FTT, like that's already played right now. It's like down like 80%. Well, because... the, the, biggest, the biggest example is shorting GameStop. Or yeah. Game, yeah. Uh, if everybody thinks that this place is dead, you know, if your barber is telling you to invest, flip bearish. Short them. Yeah, why not? Yeah, but I mean, in terms of the prices, the thing is, we, we're not doing this every week as we used to, and 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 we we'll, we'll we'll be getting back to it. But there were legs down, and then each news story really. So FTX knocked another couple thousand. Was the biggest level? I say, like you know, you had all these small news cycles where you know locked. Daniel says level, but it wasn't like a 15% drop like FTX did. Like, as soon as the FTX collapse was announced, everything just dropped 15%. Like, 20%. Like, for ETH and Bitcoin, that's like a big move. And then, obviously, the altcoins that got affected, FTT, which was the main player where it got margin called. And that was basically the coin where everyone was raising their monies, got got uh, FTT tokens as a as a placeholder basically for their collateralized loans. And so when that collapsed, like, you know, all of their loans uh went to zero basically. Or all I mean, their collateral. I was gonna let you go on a rant, but I think that we should really forensically go back through what really happened. And the issue is that Do it. We have to start at the beginning because the way that Sam Bankman Freed was running his company was that FTX had Alameda as a client. Yeah, their research firm, their quant. So this is the issue. Sam Trabas- Tabasco. Yeah, Sam Trabuco and him, they, and then apparently they're trying to pin it on Sam Trabuco. No, he left. That's what makes it like really, really, uh, you know, he f- had the foresight. I think that's I why think, he I, left. I, I just I just want to break it down for the listeners to have them really understand because I feel like we might be losing them. The thing that I want to impress upon people is that uh, it, it, uh, let's go to the basics. FTX is a place where you can trade different monies for different coins and then the issue is that Alameda is an investment fund. So this is the issue with Glass-Steagall. And now I'm like losing people immediately. But I'm going to try to explain. When someone deposits funds to trade different uh, currencies, that bank, let's call it a bank, should just give people the different currencies and take a fee. But the issue is if that bank also lends money out to an investment firm. And if that investment firm is basically hand in hand with the bank, this is what uh, the Glass-Steagall Act did, is that you're not allowed to speculate, which means invest or take out loans with the funds of the people that are just trying to do business and just hold their money in your bank. Now, this is normal, and if you're a bank, you know, okay, you give out some loans and you expect some money back, and then you have certain deposits, but, you know, 
um, hey, I'm not expected to just hold people's money because people give me their money as deposits. And then what I do is I lend them out and that's how I make money. But what if you lend your money out into crazy currencies that aren't worth anything and you're in control of them? Or even crazy currencies that seem in control that you you manipulated to to believe that they were safe, like FTT. And you start lying about how much of the funds you have and if you're holding the currencies that they say. So the bank that FTX was, was lending money to Alameda that was investing in speculative assets. Including Luna. So was it illegal that Sam Bankman-Fried had a investment company that was then... No, but like what's illegal is that he used customer funds. No, what was illegal? No, no, no. Yeah, I no, no, it's no, the it's contract. Not, no, well, they, well, they explicitly said, and so I've been trying to talk to lawyers about this. And then, okay, so did the, I think that the illegal thing that he did was he was leaking private information about his clients that were investing on his platform to these hedge funds. I think that's what he'll get in trouble for. What we wonder, uh, though, will SBF go to jail? Said, will he go to jail? He explicitly said that, uh, you know, FTX does not use customer front funds for, you know, other trading. So um, he ended up a lot of clients. Funds. No, no, no. A lot of really break it down. I'm an FTX client and I want to take out leverage. I have $10 of Bitcoin. But I believe in Bitcoin and I want to take out 100x leverage or 2x leverage. These are two different examples. Okay, I want to take out a loan of $100, but I put in $10. That's expensive because I have to pay interest. That's the open interest. This is like a good explanation of how trading works. I'm leveraging myself to the gills. And if Bitcoin doesn't go up, eventually the interest will eat up my $10. Mm -hmm. If I do 2x leverage, you know, the interest will slowly eat it up. But if I don't have enough collateral for the loan, if I get, if I have $10 and I borrow $10, but the value of dollars or Bitcoin, you know, I take $10, but I I put it all into Bitcoin and I hope Bitcoin goes up against dollars. But what if it goes down? Eventually the bank calls a liquidation and then they take your collateral. Now, the issue is that Sam Bankman-Fried lent his own company money. Is this illegal? So Brian said, oh, yeah, he gave clients money to himself, and then that's illegal. A lot of banks are under-collateralized. So your local bank or the government bank, they don't have all the money that you give them. This is a known common statement. And then that's why there are bank runs. The issue is if uh, Sam Bankman Freed had over leveraged himself to the extent that is, you know, everything was made up. He's taken out loans against things that don't exist. And he's raising funds and he's telling. But the manner that he did this was that all of the clients believed him. 
But all the clients gave the money. And then what happened is uh, the company that he lent the money to was also his, but it was legal. And then he lent them $10 billion and it disappeared because they made bad investments. And then Sam Trabuco said, let's fill the holes with the client's money. But this was a legal loan. And then it's going to be, oh, tough shit. We fucked up. But the thing is, Chibuko, he left like in the summer, way before any of this probably happened. But he knew. And that's like, remember we had the podcast, we said that when he left, we made a note of it. Um, you know, maybe something's fishy, but he, he's on retired trying to boat more. It's like kind of kind of questionable. And so, so they're trying to pin it on Trabuco. Carolinas. And then, yeah, there's the gossip about the sex tape. Yeah, so now, can so basically at the end of this, let me summarize the, the facts is like, you know, they're trying to get a bailout because they're going under. Binance was going in. They were going to bail them out. Like, Binance was going to accumulate FTX. Uh, but then they said no. Um, you know, they looked into the financials and was like, damn, this is a mess. Oh, this is no way we can do this. And there's then then comes the should memes. We, should we back out though? Because you're you're much Asian homie. And then he can be CZ. CZ played him like a fiddle. Explain for the viewers. He said he fudded. Let's, can you d- define fun, FUD? FUD. To fear, like uncertainty, fear. and doubt. Yes. So CZ said, hey, I don't know if FTX is chill. FTX but I ha- volatile. I ha- volatile. I happen to own half a billion of FTD. Yeah. <laughs> and then he's also my competitor. So he might be insolvent. So you guys should all sell. But... I did, I'm just letting you guys know because if I sell my half a billion stake, it might upset the market. Exactly. <laughs> which no, is no. Which he's, is like, he's like, yeah. He's like, uh, FTT will might be uh, pretty vol- volatile in the next. In terms of what I just yeah, tweeted. Because, yeah. Or what I'm about to do. Yeah. He like gave and me a heads like, up. He I'm like, about to drop a wave. I'm about to drop a wave in like, the ocean. I don't want to mess up the markets, so I'm going to let the markets know that I'm going to sell yeah. a lot. And of... then, then I'm going to mess up the markets. At the end of the but day, it makes can it you less blame bad. Him? Makes it less him? bad. But no, I mean... you can't. But I mean, he gave you the common courtesy. It's like, yeah, he... you're going to get fucked in the ass, but... You don't think he already sold beforehand? You don't think this was calculated? You don't think he was waiting for his time to pounce and kill his opponent? But do you think he knew, though? Like, why, why be involved in a, a fundraise? I think he knew. I think he had... He has the most perfect information, and no one has. And he's also really smart. This but guy, I don't know. Enron, I the, the, the Enron smart. CEO. I mean, yeah. So they unwinding they, the ball of yarn is very so very the complicated. Chief, uh, restructuring officer, uh, the guy tasked to you know clean up this mess. He's been involved in the Enron cleanup. You know, all these... He, so it's the worst he's ever seen. Yeah, worse than Enron. And Enron was pretty bad. Like, Enron, like, like triggered in a recession, you know, like... 
No, and this is worse than Bernie Madoff. I mean, it's a historical thing. People are saying, like, Martin Scarelli, he's like, yeah, I've been through the shit. And, uh, yeah, this guy's going to jail. And so if he says he's going to jail. This is where it gets into the conspiratorial stuff where I love to dive in. And then this is the the reality. We're going to Sam Bankman Freed donated millions of dollars to the Democratic Party. And it appears that on his balance sheet, he bet against Trump winning. So basically, he was taking clients' funds to gamble on the election that he was trying to influence. Tom Brady and Giselle, this is where... And becomes, Steph Curry. This is huge. This and is like, Larry David. Yeah. Anyone then, involved in the FTX commercial is, yep. in, is issued in a lawsuit now. And now it's it's gonna be litigated, but I think that they're gonna paper it over. Obviously, they're gonna settle. Well, yeah, exactly. I mean, but really, this is like very sinister shit. And they can get away with it. The conspiracy are going out. Like yeah. Alameda, their logo. There's funny tweet where it's like, oh, these are the logos of known uh, child molesters and can uh, or like. Uh, well, there was the guy. And it's that, a pointy A. There, and that's exactly what Alan Maida's, uh logo is. And Sam Bankman Freed, his mother is a, a Democratic bundler. And his dad is like a lawyer or like a professor for, you know, Democratic ties. The FTX stuff is, is, is also having ripples where the people that they gave out loans to are also insolvent. And then they're not going to get an additional uh, olive branch to keep going. So Genesis dies. Like, it's going to keep getting worse. Well, Gemini had a scare, too, where it's like the lending program was in jeopardy, where even though it was a very low percent, like Chainlink, for example, you only got, like, you know, 1%. And just because of that, like, you couldn't withdraw your money. Like, not even a high APY. And so Gemini had a scare where there was like uh, hundreds of millions of dollars in withdrawals from Gemini were, were triggered because of the scare between uh, Genesis. And so everyone, like APY, any earned program is not safe. Like it is not safe. Just, just, just lose your money in a Ponzi. Just, just learn your don't. lesson. Just buy and invest, buy a meme coin. It's safer than, like, anyone giving you an APY we, in this are we, market. Are we jumping to the shills? We... No, we're not. We're not. But, like, anyone... I'm into the meme coins. I'm I'm saying meme. No, we're meme not meme. going meme yet. The but world is dumb. We're, I'm we're, taking the black pill. The con pill. The con pill. Let's talk about the FTX memes, though. Like, the rumors. Like all the, the, the sex tape, all the like non factual stuff that's like come up that's been like so funny. And has, if you're like into uh, crypto Twitter, this like is, us, it, yeah. this is this is like gives us joy during the day is like reading these memes and like reading these conspiracy theories. So, Caroline is in the news, and we should discuss who Caroline is. And then we should discuss exactly why she was talking about a Chinese harem. And I totally get it with her. Like, I, I get it. I get it. Caroline 
is the CEO of FTX. And like, I think that they were doing musical chairs where it was Sam Bankman. They were co-CEOs. Sam Trabuco and Caroline. And the thing is, there were the three of them. And Trabuco, apparently, they're trying to pin it on him. And I kind of believe it where well, that's why Sam Bankman-Fried, he was just tossing money around. I saw the spreadsheet. It, it It's disgusting because I know smart accounting people. And Sam Bankman-Fried had like a billion here, a billion there. And he was just la-di-da about it. And then, yeah, we were talking about and Sam. He was on Stimulants. Yeah, so there's and he was playing video there's, games. There's a reason why he was vegan. You, you, we saw the posts of him grilling his vegan bacon and and uh, his Beyond Burger and showing us, you know, what he eats. You know, all those Forbes articles about him and his diet and how he's very altruistic. Um, like, there's a reason for that. And one conspiracy theory is that he was on a Parkinson drug. That did not allow him to eat meat is be so he so, could feel so, buzzed so all the time. Brian says that it's a conspiracy, but actually, I believe that it's pretty confirmed that uh, the people at the firm were on stimulants, which is not a surprise. Well, to me. stimulants is not a surprise. Like Adderall is a very common stimulant, but the fact that you're specifying it to be this very off-brand well, patch for Alzheimer's patients. And Sam, yeah. Is like, where do you even get a doctor to prescribe no, you that? They're, they're, or where they're do you off the even, grid. Or even you, even on the black market, like, well, where do you go and, on the black market to get this patch? Like, you know, like, how am I getting this patch, this Alzheimer's drug? They were, they were saying too that there were rumors of them having sex parties, but people reported that uh, if anything, they were undersexed and overstimulated. And apparently that there was an encouragement for people. And this is one of the legal issues because I, I want to bring it back to, is he actually going to get in trouble? And Probably a lot not. of people say that he's not going to get in trouble, Probably which is not. insane. Probably not. Which is insane. And then there's some people saying that they're going to do a bailout. And there are some people saying the government is going to get involved and they're going to do CBDCs. And then this is the excuse for regulation. He's getting a slap on the wrist. Or maybe uh, he's a he Democratic... should go to jail. And no. then the therapist... Is it, check, a, is the... it a Democratic PSYOP? It's a to, PSYOP for To basically sure. make To nuke Yeah, crypto. nuke him as an example. We need regulation. To, yeah. Yes. You are the this is the land. Yeah. And then the frogs yeah. are going Alex Jones and yeah. Conspiracy so but, but no, I'm so... El Salvador's got... Got fucked because of because, of because they had all of their. Why didn't they have Bitcoin it on a fucking ladder? Wallet. Come on, come yeah. on, come, come on, on Elsa. Porco dio. Yeah, porco dio. Yeah, what the fuck? Yeah, what the fuck? Like, oh. like everyone else, every smart person has their Bitcoin on a on DeFi on a ledger on a ledger. No, on just cold storage. Cold storage. Only reason to touch a centralized exchange is to purchase it and then to move it. You're dealing with a country's financial system. But this is a giant excuse for them to regulate. This is a giant, giant reason. Saya, maybe I don't know. Are we turning into conspiracy theories now? Like, well, dude. So apparently, the people that have FTX accounts, they're gonna get pennies on the dollar. 
Where well, did the, the money go? The money went to fucking Democrats. The money went to Biden. The thing is, like, too, how aren't you disgusted? The thing is, too, is that immediately when the news went out with FTX, they paused withdrawals. But there's very high network individual or high net worth individuals, and they did fake Bahamut. Yeah, allowing them to bail out specific accounts, high net worth individuals. They were trading FT NFTs on FTX. We need a we need to back up and slow down. It's but, crazy. But, but, but <laughs> this is crazy. So what was happening was that all of the funds were locked into FTX, but uh, FTX US has all these stringent rules, but FTX, uh, the global agency, they had different policies. And then the thing was, if you could make up an NFT, you could trade all of the coins that were being held because it was a trade instead of a cash out. And then in FTX US, you have to do it legally with the government. So you're tied to like, everything was trapped. But then there were all these people shifting these coins. Even I don't understand. I'm very, it's very difficult to explain. But there were people that there's a line. FTX owes 10, 15 billion. And then all these people cut the line because they shifted coins that were worth something through NFTs. Because they acted like they were Bahamian citizens. And then this is illegal because if you're not from the Bahamas, but apparently the Bahamas was charging people. So then all these people that were American citizens or foreign citizens were purchasing Bahaman passports to be able to get a bank account. And then they traded NFTs that were worthless for all their coins to get their coins off of FTX. Well, then, and they cut the line, and now there's going to be all sorts of customers that don't get their money back because all these people, and it was Algod, that was the main person. Yeah, that was Algod got out. He got out, and as much as he wants to deny it, to yeah, act like he didn't, it, Zach, was, it was clear. And then Zach it's, like, XBP, to- it's on there. It's on chain, dude. It's on chain. Yeah, exactly. This but is the, the point thing, of crypto. But the thing is, chain. the thing is too, is that they're using the series funds too to buy. They're using FTT coins. They were to doing buy luxury them. apartments in Bahamas. They were like, also, there's a reason why they're building headquarters in the Bahamas. They were also sponsoring all sorts of like effective altruism bullshit. But then they were also giving money, and it's all a scam. Caroline's pro harem, Chinese harem, right? They, they need to go to jail. They need to go to jail. Someone and if they don't go to jail, A. Like, and, and then not? Elon is on my side. Shout out Elon. He's, he was shilled, he shilled Doge. He jumped in on the FTX space. He was just shilling Doge to the moon. It didn't go to the moon. If they don't go to jail, it's a psyop. Yeah. If and this is not fake news. And this is not a tweet. I'm not going to get bored or, you know, taken off the... It's just, it's just, yeah. Facts. If they don't go to jail, they, they did criminal things. No, no, did, but you know what? They Legally, violated user agreements. They violated user agreements. So, what I heard that really is going to put them into jail is the fact that they were, uh, it's the same as Robin Hood. 
where it's payment to order flow. The issue, this is the deep down, the nitty gritty about what Sam Bankman Fried was doing. They had a centralized exchange that was giving away the personal information of people that were trading on their accounts. So imagine that you're a whale and secretly you're on FTX and then you're trading and then you know where the liquidation levels are. FTX should keep that private, but they had all the information and then they gave it to Alameda. This is the biggest thing where why did Alameda go broke if they had all the perfect information? They know exactly they had so much money to be able to be the whales and toss people around. If there's a low liquidity coin where there's only like a hundred million, Alameda can just do a billion up and a billion down, and then they'll liquidate people on the short and the long side. If people are leveraged, and then that's what they're saying is that you can even hunt people on Bitcoin, but that's a really, really big market and it's a big volume. But all these things boil down to trading levels. And Alameda had perfect information. How did they lose? They mess. They're not good at math. They're not as good as the uh, math as we thought they were. Like the emperor has no clothes. Like, Everyone thought he was a genius. So it's like you give a person enough money, like yeah, they're making billions, but like percentage trading wise, it's a really low percentage of success. Like they're just throwing money at things, and they're just making big splashes just to be in the news, like. They got FTX on MLB uh, Empire uniforms. They got um, they got uh, the naming rights for a Miami, um, you know, stadium. So it's just crazy. It's like all that stuff just proves their legitimacy it, to the public. So you know, like it's crazy that like like FTX is just like. In the lawsuit too with Larry David and Stephen uh, Stephen Curry, Tom Brady, Giselle, like it's going on and on. Like it, it's crazy. Skirt, skirt. Yeah. So yeah. So yeah. FTX stuff, crazy, and that's kind of affected the NFT market. There was Tom Brady, Giselle Bunchen, and then. All these Stephen celebrities, Curry, what we're going to say is the, the board eight. Yeah. We flow to the NFTs. This is the NFT section. And um, the board eight floor fell. And then there were people getting liquidated on their board apes. Yeah. People. So we mentioned like a while ago that there's platforms where you can lend, uh, use your board ape or your NFT as collateral. And people were using it as collateral. Uh, to get ETH back, and then their so- liquidation level was fifty ETH, and it dropped below that. And then people were wondering. There's a, a very famous guy, Franklin, and they were wondering if he was underselling the floor to liquidate people to buy lower. And this is the way markets work. And I think that it's a very, very good way to explain how markets work. Where if people lend their board ape for hundred ETH. And then it goes to 50 ETH. And then the bank is like, bro, you lent me your board ape and I lent you some money. And then you got to pay me like 
0.5 ETH every... Yeah, your board ETH isn't worth as much as I lent out. And you need to pay me interest. And then do you have that interest? Or is your asset that you lent me worth what I gave you as the loan? So it's like gray area. It, it poses the question, like, is your board ape really how much I lent it? I lent out to you. So then they create these markets for NFTs. And um, it's really interesting because I believe in the future of NFTs. I believe that NFTs will be the proof of ownership. I mean, at the end of the day, it's obvious. And then cut out all these middlemen. I get irritated that it's not already happening. And um, we're still early. We're, we're, we're very early. early. Yeah. Basement, you know, preaching this stuff. So we're still early. But why do we have to pay people to certify ownership when it should just be on the blockchain? Yeah. The technology is already here. And as I've said before, 10 years ago, no, more than yeah, 10 years ago, I was uh, working in India on mobile application softwares to be able to pay people and work on your mobile app. So for employees to work on their mobile app, everything is on a phone now. I guess I'm just early and I'm telling you, NFTs and loans against NFTs and then having houses as NFTs and having physical items as NFTs. Your deed can be an NFT. Everything... And then why yeah, trust the government? On your phone. Why not have it on the blockchain? It really doesn't make sense. Well, on your block on the blockchain that you can access yeah. through your phone. But so in, in in terms of NFTs, the Board Ape Yacht Club, there were all these people lending their board apes to get enough money to borrow and buy more board apes. So that's what Franklin did. But people are wondering if this guy is undercutting the floor. So all these people had their board apes loaned out. And then if it went below 50, then what happens is the bank or the decentralized exchange that is giving them loans ends up taking their board ape and auctioning it off. If you know this, and if you have the power to push the floor below the liquidation level, why doesn't Franklin start selling board apes at 45 yeah and then all these guys get liquidated and then he buys their board apes at 45 and then he waits to sell higher so i mean in terms of nfts there's also a lot of stuff with i believe matic and a lot of the big brands everything yeah i mean uh, looking at nfts like it's not going away for sure no even though if you're not uh it may not be in the news right now but you know People are still building like NFTs are there. It's not just gonna like no, be gonna disappear. But um, so yeah, let's so, get to the shows. Yeah, let's go to the shows. You want to go first? Well, not in this economy. Am I buying anything right now? So like, the thing is, if you look at the FTT right or the whole saga of the FTX, like they basically use their uh, crypto to get dollars out. That was like the end goal. They made a, you know, zigzag to different things like Fugazi, Fugazi, like transfer this into this, this into that, that you don't even know the origins. But like the end result was cash. So I'm stopped playing cash. So 
what I was going to say is that um, I'm Tisuka and then also Shiba Inu. And I believe that there's the era of the meme coin because I've been saying, like I told Brian, hold your cash on the sideline. The winter is going to be bad because of the macro that's going to happen with Europe where uh, the shortage of gas is going to hit people hard. There is a statistical thing that in recessions and depressions, the lottery does well. People in uh, South Korea have been talking about it. And then in the Asian countries, you know, the whole world, uh, this is like a macro little speech where um, birth rates are down. People don't want to get marriages. Um, people don't want to have kids. Uh, the birth rates are shrinking around the world unless you're in Africa or if you're Muslim or if you're like a fundamental Christian. These are facts. Um, in Korea, Seoul, the property values to get a small apartment is like unaffordable for many, many people. And then in Seoul, I really like to focus on Korea because they just love video games and they love gambling. <laughs> it's hopeless for people. And when things are hopeless, when there's depressions and recessions, actually, it's uh, the casino is open. And so I think that Shiba Inu or Tisuka, I think that the meme coins are really the way to go because this is the trough of everyone is hopeless. <laughs> All of the younger people in retail. And then actually institutions have gotten hammered. There's like no hope. There's like the hope is really dwindling in the economy right now. Yeah. Like there's like very. That's so it's like I say cash too. Or it's just like. Dang, so I'm almost cash. like on the flip side where I'm like people go into cash. But like people are so scared. And then this is the balance. Eventually you get so scared that it has to tip back into favor. Yeah. I mean the meme coins is a trigger for a bull market i'd say when meme when meme it's coins first become meme last, coins because people just are so cycle. upset with themselves they don't care there's no way they're ever going to get a house there's no way they're ever going to have a family wife kids so meme coins and i think that that's like where we're at where literally everyone is hopeless yeah. or the retail i mean do you want institution institutions are on the sidelines and i know this personally because i like some insight into deal flow institutions are not gonna prop up crypto they're all like not gonna touch it for a 10 foot pool especially after ftx they all put their money into ftx they all put their money into like their homies instead of just being smart and putting it on chain yeah yeah so that's so we're back we've been uh this has been the latest episode of the crypto Sparta podcast Sorry, it's been uh, in between. There's been a long life, but you know, life happens. It kind of like uh, bounces out too. And like the big story is FTX. And then what do we have to know about it? It's a lesson in decentralization. Come on, stop trusting these people that are connected to these rich, powerful people. Yeah. Trust yourself. Yeah. Don't trust where the. All big money's talking about. That's no. the point of crypto. Put it's everything e- on equity. 
equity and everyone else besides the big and banks. Self-ownership. Yeah. Like get your stuff Why off of the decentralized. Why yeah. trust centralized exchanges? Put them on MetaMask Ledger. Put it get get yourself a ledger for Christmas. That's a show. That's ask, a, that's ask for a ledger for Christmas. Uh Ledger, give us a promo code. We'll promote your your product. We like your product. Yeah, shout out Ledger. All right. On All that right. note, peace. peace.